Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Pat, 38 points for your guy, Anthony Edwards. He's now shooting 47% from three-point range. Uh, Pretty good for a guy that can't shoot, huh? Yeah, except uh, in the last minute, he was ant. He He drew up two (laughs) three-pointers in regulation. And by the way, the coach, when asked after the game to pay tribute to ant, which he did, mentioned that at the end of regulation, we have to uh, have a little more ball movement. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> you know? also he also added uh, we had we had Score North representation. All three of us were at Target mm-hmm. Center last night, mm-hmm. and Judd and I were at the Finch session after the game. And uh, and he was asked about some of that stuff, and he said, "Listen, I like that he's finding his teammates now. Like he found Jade McDaniel's for a big three, and Mike Conley. He goes, yeah. but he's got to start earlier because but <laughs> it's great." But if he waits 15 seconds to start, then we don't have enough time to swing the ball yes, around. But, yeah, but that's, it's, that's, he's taken big steps in that regard. Yeah, but the last minute, he both did what I think a minute 11 they had there, and they could have clinched, you know, the, the and he took two, two threes in that, and he holding the ball. You know, he comes down, holds the ball, and you, if you're sitting in your living room in Golden Valley like I was. He's going to shoot, and he's going to miss. <laughs> That's my theory. Now, in overtime, he was a uh, fan. You know, he made that. It wasn't a three, but it was a, a, a great two, and uh, he, he he was fantastic in overtime. But I thought the game was extremely ugly until the oh, overtime. It was very, ni- I mean, very it, 1990s. With, and the officials it was, it was were, muddy, and then oh. there was two superstars getting their 30, and then the rest and, was... And um, then the, the officials were god-awful. They were calling everything, and they wanted to control the game, and they had to have yeah. 12 conferences. It's stupid. You know, <laughs> the NBA's got more stupid fouls rules. They got the take foul, and now they have the hostile act foul. And uh, screw the hostile act. Foul, is know, that different than a, a flagrant? If it's uh-huh. a flagrant, call it a flagrant. Uh, they wanted to know if, if, uh, if was it somebody from Boston? The guy they he jumped, McDaniel jumped. They had to investigate when McDaniel jumped. He didn't even follow the guy on Tatum on the side, whether it was a hostile act or not, by getting underneath his legs. And God Almighty, stop it! They're like the NFL. They keep adding rules instead of subtracting them. Subtract rules. But that said, the crowd, uh, you were there, Judd. By the way, that was a three-hour game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 
It was yeah. damn near it, it, 10 with, with overtime, it was, yeah. uh, it was fun. I think we got yeah, out after that. like 10, 15, 10 o'clock or so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was fun, but uh, and the crowd was nuts in overtime. But it was, it was man, it was ugly at times. It was, it was. You're right, uh, Bill. It was an old time war. Uh, but Boston, I, I really liked them, but uh, they, you know, neither team really was shooting that well. In the it missed a lot of threes, both teams. So, it, uh, but hey. You beat Boston and what they had eighteen thousand again, right? Didn't they, they did. Didn't they have eighteen thousand again on a on a Monday night? That's mm-hmm. a pretty astounding for this team. We had A Rod in the house. We had Justin Jefferson sitting a few seats down from from Alex. We had uh, Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, the Judd Zolgad, the star, yeah, the luminaries no. were but out. But not with Jefferson. They didn't sit t- together. I'm very curious if there's dissension here. Yeah, it could be dissension. Could <laughs> be. He doesn't want to sit. Could be. He doesn't have his contract yet, so he doesn't want to sit with those guys. Let's, yeah, let's Hawkinson stir it up. Got let's, let's, let's uh, stir it up. But uh, they're, uh, and uh, people also very upset that Cat was playing in overtime instead of Nas. They wanted Nas. Where was Nas? I actually I did too. Actually, I did too. I didn't. Cat was absolutely awful last night. He's lost. He's absolutely lost. He does not know what they want him to do. He does. He does not. You know, Mm -hmm. they 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 don't. Well, there was a time in the overtime when he rolled. He was open over on the left wing, and he rolled off a pick, and he was in and. Ant looked at him and dribbled the other way. Ant's, uh, there's, we, we're going to have a little dissension there, too, because he is not getting, he's not, even when he's trying to get the ball, he's not getting the ball. So, uh, and then when he, and then when he does try to insert his offense, it always feels like, it, it feels a little out of context from everything else they're yes. doing. And it's almost like, okay, it's my turn now. I'm going to try and kind yeah. of for, and then he gets the offensive fouls. And yeah, well, it was it, desperate that drive that he tried to make there was that, Late in regulation or overtime again? I think it was late in regulation. And he charged the guy, and he just was like, "I got to go get two. I got seven points here." Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's going to get traded because uh, by mutual by mutual uh, consent here. I think he he's got to want out the way he's being used. He want he's got to. They're not getting use out of him, and. Uh, the, the trouble is they're going to try to get two number ones and all this stuff. And they're not going to get that. They're not going to get that. You know, that, if you could even, if you, if you ones, could, but they t- taking him out of the mix could be, it's, it's weird. Cause he's, he is a good player and there is, there is, there's room for cat to score 25 yes. and 12 on an NBA team somewhere, but taking him out of this clunky mess and yes. then replacing him with it. Let's say it's, you, you get like a first round pick and then, two or three players that fit what you're trying to do there, there could be a way to make it a positive thing, yeah, but you're the, never going to get is, like four first round picks for him at this point. Rudy is really active right now. He was even guarding guys out on the wing last night and stuff. But the trouble is the day they trade cat, he's going to pull a hammy and won't play for two months. So that's uh, Rudy. And all of a sudden you're going to say, Boy, I sure wish we had Cat to play in the post here a little bit. So uh, they also they also had Drew Holiday on Cat for like the entire first half or the majority what was of the game. That about? I, I couldn't understand what, what was the I X and O's. They, I think the, 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 the X's and O's are Cat struggles with smaller players. So you think you think that it would be logical? Hey, there's right. a smaller player on Cat. Post him up. 
he doesn't do well in those situations. He gets really flustered when he gets crowded by smaller well, players, and, and they knew great, that going in. Holiday's a great defender, and he kind of mm-hmm. the guy kind of gets underneath him, you know, and he's he's there that the first step he takes, he's going to charge him, you know, because Holiday is Holiday's got the the NBA. It's a lot of it's based on reputation, you know. So Drew, hey, he's a great defender, so. He comes and gets him, sets himself underneath Cat. He's not going to get called for a foul. And if Cat yeah. makes a move and he takes a dive, it's going to be a foul. That's one of the biggest things that's been, it's been eight, what, eight years, nine years, whatever it's been for Cat. And he has yet to solve the puzzle of an opposing team putting a smaller player on him, right? For like, Think about mm-hmm. all the big men. You put a smaller player on Jokic. All right, cool. He's going to back you down. He's going to literally elbow you into the mm-hmm. into the paint. And he's going to yes. go over your head. Tim Duncan, like all those years ago. Well, Even I Porzingis think... just shoots over your head last night when Nas Reed's guarding him. And meanwhile, we're paying honor to Gobert, who we started we started to see the hack of Rudy last night, though. Uh, yeah. that uh, You know, he can't go up to the line and go two for 11. No, Ju- at one point, Judd and I were like, why is yeah. Rudy in the game right now? And then like yeah. 10 seconds later, like, Oh, they're hacking yeah. him. That's yeah, and he missed both exactly. free throws. It worked out perfect. <laughs> they're gonna have the hacker Rudy because uh, he was shooting when that game started last night. He was shooting seventy three percent on free throws this year. Yeah. That's gone down. Re- regression's <laughs> yeah. a bitch is what you're finding out. And when he went that last time, when they hacked him, and he shot the first one and hit the front of the rim, you're watching on TV and saying. He's not even going to get to the rim this time. <laughs> He's short-armed. He barely hit the net with that one. So, uh, but it's uh, it's nice to have uh, that team a uh, topic of discussion right now. That's for sure. It's uh, yeah, it's a blast. It, it, the guy, uh, the guy that impressed me though, Jaden, because he got off to a terrible start. I, I oh, think he they was weren't guarding one him. of they nine. They weren't guarding him. Yeah, but you know what he did. Unlike Cat, he found his role, and he plays such good defense that he does things that contribute when he's not shooting well. So, like, you mm-hmm. see that. And then he came on, and Ant actually helped get his confidence back up a little bit. But then he came on and played well and scored at the end. But, like, that's what you want. That's what you want, like, Cat to find. Okay, if you're not scoring, dude, you're not shooting well, find a role. Find something that you do well. And that's well, where I feel yeah, Cat gets yeah, completely lost. They're completely different athletes, though, too. I mean, McDaniels yeah. is a, a hell of a defender. Well, it is interesting, though, McDaniel in this league of nutcases, right? It's, I mean, everybody's crazy. I mean, Ant's crazy. Let's let's face it, Ant's crazy. He's a, he's a fierce competitor, but he's goofier now. And <laughs> this Jad, Jade McDaniels, he had to go to high school for four years and never say a word to anybody. I mean, it's... Uh, He's the quietest guy of all time, isn't he? He, he, he makes the three quiet. and he smiles a little bit, but uh, he's uh, for an NBA player and a guy that just got $70 million. He, he doesn't, he's not very effusive with his uh, personality. That's for, which is fine. But uh, no, he's just, yeah, he, but the, the other thing that they kept using the word maturity going into the season and like the word maturity would come up and it was like, everyone's eyes would turn to, Jade McDaniels for punching a wall or Carl Anthony yeah. Towns yes. for complaining about, you know, the wind blowing through, you know, the concourse. <laughs> and it feels like last night to Judd's point, Jade, Jade McDaniels starts one for nine or whatever it was. And he's, you know, turning the ball over and committing fouls. 
that feels like a game where he would just kind of be benched in the second half last year. And instead he comes back and he, so we got one guy that's going down the maturity path here. We need uh, Finch after the game referenced, Hey, that's what we need out of Jay McDaniels, but we need it from all of our players to show that level of maturity. <laughs> well, uh, what, what's interesting. Another thing about him that's not a positive is uh, uh, Kevin Lynch. I saw after the game saying, well, you got to really be impressed with the depth on this team. Well, and then he started looking at the score sheet down to yeah. his left, and you realize you don't have any depth. <laughs> you know, you got Nas, sixth man. You got Jordan McLaughlin. McLaughlin's now your backup point guard because the other guy can't play it. And uh, you got, what did he play? Eight guys last night. Shake played three minutes, didn't he? Shake, he, Shake is supposed to be better than this and he was in philadelphia that's the if if shake can can get back to the philadelphia shake milton then you've you've got a solution but the two games that i've uh, been to in person he was a train wreck but and the other guy that they got from denver they don't even play him anymore tony brown or whatever troy, troy brown, troy yeah. brown he's, yeah. he's a shooter like he'll you know there'll be some but games he, where he plays when he doesn't uh, doesn't shoot, so but anyway, what I'm saying is, I, we all thought, oh, they got depth. Uh, you know, they're they're no uh, they're no deeper than where you're going. That's well, the sure. one the one guy that they have last year with Torian Prince. The the one guy they haven't unleashed yet, and they they probably won't until like December or January. Is their early second round pick Leonard Miller? Miller. He was a lot of different speculation about him being a lottery pick that just kind of fell yeah. out. I mean, kind of like Jade Mc, Jade McDaniel's was once one of the best high school recruits and, you know, college prospects in the country, he falls late first round. So I do wonder at some point, as long as you're trying to find 25, 30 minutes, though, for Cat and for Nas, I don't know that there's room for another 6'11 sort of unicorn player. So yeah, I, a trade uh, might unclog that. My basketball man, Terry Kunze, you know, the old gopher and a coach and a guy who has a 65-inch television that he sits in front of 18 hours a day and watches every <laughs> basketball game in the world. He can tell you about a great player in Dilworth, Minnesota and uh, Europe. He watches European yeah. basketball. He's all over this guy and was telling me about him, you know, when they got him, that, uh, he can you play. know, this, this guy can play lefty. He's a lefty and he's a, he's a big uh, Miller fan. So, uh, well, well there's a little it. Chris, ba- there's some Chris Bosch undertones to his game that are really interesting. So we'll but see. it's, uh, you know what the, uh, and, and, and Edwards has got a lot to do with it, but the, uh, the, uh, two years ago, the crowd was, you know, okay and they won 46 games but you know there was it was it, it was okay but the last two years even last year they only won 42 but in this year but the, the crowds have been much more rabid actually involved i think it turned to me that i saw wow they're paying attention last year when uh uh some nas made a three and that gave Ant a double, a uh, triple double, or a double, a triple double, or something. And the crowd mm-hmm. cheered like they yeah, knew they, the, they knew it was an assist that the would give crowd. him a triple double. And I said, "Wow!" They wanted uh, they wanted to start to come back with Butler and Tibbs, and and those crowds were great that first year. And then yeah. they got pissed off, but but that created a fan base that is way more passionate. And yeah. like they've been waiting and waiting, and like the last two years have have start started that because before Butler, people weren't coming. I mean, it just sucked. Yeah. So yeah. like that's that that started a fan base now 
that is uh what's great is they're really loud they're super passionate it's not the wild family crowd it's more of a blue collar feels like a Mm -hmm. blue collar drinking beer crowd yeah that's uh and it it was it was i you know obviously i was the only member of this panel here who wasn't there last night but it was uh it was uh it was interesting (laughs) enough that uh I wasn't flipping channels to see what else, what else was going on. I was, I uh, was watching the uh, basketball game. So uh, it was, uh, it was terrific. But again, again, as I said, I spent half my, half the time watching the game, bitching about the officials, not letting anybody play, but uh, it's, you know, it's, it's just one of those nights in the NBA when they start calling fouls and they don't stop. And it is funny that Ant had five, what, 13 minutes, last 13 minutes quarter. he played with five. Yeah, fourth quarter, he, he had five all the time, and he committed a, a dumb sixth that they didn't call on him when he pushed the guy. Uh, did you see that? He was on uh, when they were on offense, and he just pushed the guy out of his way in the overtime, and they didn't call it. So, but did you hear what he said after the game? Because he got physical with, with Tatum and forced that yeah. tie up, and that could have easily been the sixth foul, too. And so Dane Dane Moore asked him about that play after the game and said, "Hey, you played the last thirteen minutes with five fouls. You got tangled up there with Tatum and Ankos. They don't want to foul me out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play aggressive because they don't they don't want to foul me out. So oh, the officials. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> I wouldn't say that out loud, but it's not the officials because next time one of the egomaniacs are gonna come in and they're gonna foul your rear end out about. With Cat, they can't wait to foul Carl Anthony Towns out of a game. But with with Anthony Edwards, you can play as long as you want with five. You know, Cat was better with the officials uh, last year, I thought, didn't you? I mean, it wasn't as crazy as often. After he came back from the injury. Last night it was. Right away. He was was frustrated. But, uh, boy, he's got a – He's got an image problem in town there, Ooh, man. People just savage him. I, I just because I turned it on, and it, actually, I got a, I turned it on in the middle of the second uh, in the early in the second quarter, and he wasn't. Then I didn't see him for long minutes, and I said, "Where's what's going on with Cat?" And they all started ah, same thing as every night. He sucks, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. we, I think we we appreciate. When it comes to adversity, we appreciate stoicism. We want we want personality. We want the puckets and the Anthony Edwards yeah. and stuff. But but when it comes to just like grinding through adversity, we'd rather you not be whiny and complainy. And when yeah. you see him five times in a game have to go down the tunnel, stomping and you yeah. know pouting, and then and then grabbing at his shorts and stomping down the court. And I don't know if it was the case last night, but here's the other thing with him: if he gets one foul that he doesn't think he deserved, he immediately gets does the same thing and gets another one. He's uh, yeah. that's what to me where his immaterial really shows. He says, I I'll show them I'll do it again. Yeah, okay, two fouls. That's uh, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I I think with Nas and him being the same position now, I would just I wouldn't do the old pull him out with two fouls. I just make him play. If he wants to be a big enough idiot to get three fouls in the first five minutes, the hell with him. Go sit him down. But I, th- I think out in the second I think quarter. you're honoring him. I think you're honoring him as a star. When he gets two fouls, you have to go sit him down because we're gonna need him. The hell with him. If he goes and gets, the, if he's gonna be so stupid, he's gonna get three in the first five minutes. Sit him down. 
Because you got yeah. the you got the other guy who's a better player than him right now. Yep. So nice. well, Pat, we we gotta we gotta run and uh, record actually uh, some flagrant howls, our Timberwolves podcast here. But it's been good, it's been good getting you on the uh, Anthony Edwards bandwagon here. Wow, good, yeah, good it's, get- uh, it's just in the last minute. I, I just you know I don't mind him shooting. I just want him to take a glance at sure. somebody. Is there a teammate open? Ball for twelve yeah. seconds. Yeah, maybe Rudy's standing there under the basket for a dunk. Just take a glance. Don't just. I don't want to know when the ball is in the forecourt that he's going to shoot after holding the ball for 12 there, seconds. There he's was one shoot. of those plays that you're talking about. And I remember Rudy, Rudy was like, he flashed by doing this. It was like, I'm up under the, <laughs> under the basket, <laughs> waving <No>. both arms. <laughs> well, I was very happy listening to the Finch post game that as he was being asked by everybody to pour the, wild-eyed praise on Edwards. He did go out of his way to mention that we got to get a little better in regulation. And uh, it, Jim Pete had a little ooh at the in that minute when he took one of those shots, but then then the, the, the TV team didn't. It was all one of the great games in Ant's history. We didn't, we didn't go back to the uh, two shots that damn near lost the game. But Hey. We also moved, we moved the TV crew up to the top of 131 now, by the way. They sold they sold some extra premium seats courtside. Really? So yeah. TV and – so Alan Horton's been up there for like 15 years, you know, and now uh, – Alan Horton, not on the radio. That game was not on the radio last night. You it was, it? though. It was on the – it was the streaming channel, the streaming channel. It was uh, whatever, whatever is on. But it was, wasn't – if I was in my car and turned on – a station it wasn't on because it because the uh they they because we had to have the gopher bethune cookman game on how would you like to be the timberwolves and have hey have, have the gopher leaping basketball which ben johnson's girlfriend doesn't even give a damn about uh you know instead of the wild Instead of the Wolves playing the Boston Celtics, you got to go to the Gophers and say, you suck. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> you know? We're right breaking away, the contract. Contract be damned. One last, one last thing. Scoring our own St. Thomas Tommies lose by Cal to one last night on the road. Wow. These teams are feisty, man. These uh-huh. D1 yeah. St. Thomas teams. Best D1 basketball run. team in town. Oh, the University is on 1500 ESPN. They lost two by one in uh-huh. Berkeley last night. So, uh, all right. But uh, they, they were pretty close to full last night for Bethune-Cookman, I suppose. Huh? They, 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 uh, oh, I, I heard they were flowing out the door, Pat. <laughs> the fire marshal showed up and was pissed. Next home game, the offer is we give you five dollars. How's about that? It'll be, uh, it'll be great. All right. See you. All right. There he is. Uh, Roycey Unchained here uh, every uh, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Thursday, and every Friday.